your host, Kurt Kinsey, and I am flying solo once again tonight um, after that somewhat soul-crushing defeat at the at the hands or the feet of the galaxy. Uh, LAFC lose three to nothing in what was just a complete mental breakdown on the side of LAFC. They had a they had a fairly a fairly good first half, moved the ball really well, generated some great opportunities, weren't able to finish them. Normally not that big of a deal for this team. Come out in the second half. Um, still look fine. You know, Galaxy had had put together a few chances here and there, but they've mostly dealt with everything just fine. Um, and Latif Blessing gets caught out of position a little bit, gets chipped, and unfortunately is Christian Pavone behind him. Blackman has it covered. Cisniega in what is a mental lapse is the only thing I can describe it as. Uh, and unfortunately, we're used to these with our goalkeepers against the Galaxy at this point. Cisniega comes way off his line and is easily chipped for the first goal. And what seemed like 30 seconds later, Mark Anthony Kay makes an indescribably bad tackle on, I think it's Julian Araujo. Just absolutely horrendous. Nowhere near the ball. The ball's already gone. And he steps not on his foot, but on his ankle. So, I mean, it's a, it's a high boot here. And is sent off with a straight red and well-deserved. Um, I don't care which team you support. I don't care uh, how long you've been watching soccer. That is a straight red every time. He is extremely late. He is at the ankle, and it studs straight into the ankle. Um, I, I don't know what else you want in a straight red. And what's worse is you can only really read this as retaliation of some sort and, you know, like just frustration that LAFC have, have conceded a goal despite uh, up until that point playing playing better. The goal came against the run of play and K just comes off looking like, uh, I'm sorry, but a, a baby here, somebody who can't handle uh, a high pressure, a high pressure situation. And, uh, man, just, just a terrible, terrible look. Takes off the captain's armband, hands it to Rossi. Now we're playing down a man. BWP subs off. Um, and you see Yakovic come on at this point, blessing step into the midfield. But there's just, there's nothing you can do, really. There's not enough, uh, there's just not enough bodies on the field to, to get this one back. Um, LAFC later give away uh, a free kick right outside the box, uh, to the right side of our own box. And wouldn't you know it, another, another, one more set-piece goal uh, to a wide-open Sebastian Legette. And this team is, at this point, completely reeling. And then at the end of the game, um, there's so many defensive switches. Bob is just chasing. He's just throwing on defenders at this point and moving people forward. I'm not really sure how I feel about these changes. We can talk about that a little bit later. Um, and Sebastian Legette with, a, with a, an overhead kick uh, 
and I mean three nil, and everybody's souls are crushed. Uh, so I mean, again, no, no way to really spin it. This was this was awful from LAFC. Uh, once Mark Anthony K got sent off, and for me, this is a fireable offense as the captain. Um, I know that Josh and I and, and lots of people have talked about. Uh, we all love his his competitiveness. We all love the edge that he does play with. We all love that he is the first to the scrap to defend his teammates. Um, but to me, this is completely indefensible, and it costs the team uh, a, a result. The game at that point was not out of hand. Again, this goal came against the run of play. LAFC are looking fine. They just haven't put away their chances. And there's still 30 minutes left in the game. It's You can easily see how they could have drawn or, or even won that the match. But this boneheaded mistake, um, and I'm not, I'm not sure it's, it is just boneheaded because it, it did seem like there was malice there. Uh, and that might be hard for some of us to hear as LAFC fans, and we all love Mark Anthony Kay, but this is just a terrible, terrible tackle that's completely unacceptable. Um, but, I mean, that being said, I'm not ready to sell the guy. I'm just saying, we, you know, we need to, uh, we need to be better represented with that captain's armband than that. Um, a lot is going to be said about Pablo Cisniega and him coming out for that goal. And that was a terrible mistake. And again, it just seems like when it comes to the galaxy, there's a mental block there with our, with our goalkeepers where we just can't ever get it right. But he also had some really big saves. He kept this game, especially once Mark Anthony K got sent off from being three, four, five, six nil. Uh, really quick um, with some with some key saves. So uh, Cisniega is is a f- he's a fairly good keeper, right? He's going to make some big saves. Uh, we've seen him stop penalties. Josh and I talked a lot about it on the last episode that he's not the guy that's going to be able to play the ball with his feet. He's not that kind of he's not that kind of outfieldish uh, goalkeeper. And we're just going to have to live with that because I don't know. I still don't know how you go back to Vermeer even after a mental slip like that. Um, but it's kind of like a pick your poison thing. And right now uh, they look more similar all the time. Um, what did look good tonight? Jose Cifuentes again looks fantastic. And he and Janela running the midfield is a great thing. They, the way that they move off the ball the way that they play the ball, the way that they find teammates in tight in tight spots, the way that they can receive the ball under pressure and get away, get out of a tight spot, uh, is is really unparalleled with the other midfielders except for Optuesta. Um, so for me, this is this is the right look, and you're going to see some mistakes happen here and there again because they're both they're both still so young. But uh, when don't we see mistakes? From, from the other midfielders, it's it's a game, right? People are going to make mistakes uh, uh, technically like that. Um, so for me, I think I think you sh- you keep riding with this midfield because it does it does seem to be working. I was a little bit disappointed that Cifuentes came off. I'm not sure if that's still just a fitness thing. He's not, he's not quite ready. Uh, and since I'm not 
since I don't have a press pass and I'm not uh, going to these pressers with Bob, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not able to ask him that. Um, let's see what else here. Latif blessing it right back. I think I think he looks more comfortable there. Again, he got caught out a little bit um, on that first Pavone goal. I, I don't think it's it, you know if. Uh, if Cisniega does a better job of holding his line, I don't think that goal happens because, again, Blackman has it covered. Um, so I, I think that's pretty excusable. The one thing about Latif Blessing is he's still going to try and dribble the ball away from pressure. You know, in the first 10, 15 minutes, you, we saw him a couple times trying to uh, just dance on the ball, dribble back, keep it away from Pavone, uh, playing little games. That's it. That's playing with fire. Uh, and today he didn't get burned on that specifically, but um, we've seen it happen before where he does get burned, and uh, it's not it's not going to work every time. But to me, Latif Blessing as a right back is a great option to keep uh, it, you know it keeps Tristan Blackman central. It opens up a spot in the midfield where Cifuentes and again uh, Janela have looked so great. So to me, that's a that's a win if you can have Latif Blessing back there, and I think it helps him uh, when he does get forward. It's not quite as often, but he is smart about them, about when he does get forward. And we saw we saw a chance that he generated for himself today. Um, it ended a pretty poor shot on goal, but the attempt itself was, or the uh, the creation itself was great. All the way up, worked you know worked kind of centrally, was able to get past two or three defenders. Looked like he was going to pass to Raito, and eventually kept it for himself and was able to get a shot on goal. Again, it was a weak shot, but a shot nonetheless. Um, while we're talking about Brian Rodriguez, let's let's go ahead and focus in on that. Uh, it, it's kind of like 50-50 sometimes with him, where. You see him get the ball in space. He's able to beat defenders. He finds the feet of Diego Rossi on a on a great cross today. I don't I don't really think it's a cross actually because it's a direct pass to him at the spot and Rossi isn't able to finish. Um, but we also saw Rodriguez with some blown some you know some blown very clear chances. Uh, one in particular, he skies over the goal. There was a a potential assist from BWP. I think I think. Uh, BWP could have put a little bit more on the cross that he sent in um, and Joe Corona is able to slide in and, and steal the ball but I also think that Brian Rodriguez could have ran harder to it he doesn't seem like he is all that hungry for the for a goal sometimes where that ball you, I mean everybody can see it from a mile away BWP is going to cross that ball in and Rodriguez has got to be making a harder run uh, regardless of whether of whether he's going to get a pass or not. He's got to be there at least for an option to pull defenders out of position or to make Bingham think twice about challenging BWP directly and potentially holding his line instead. Um, so for me, he's, he's got to figure out the finishing because that is, uh, that's really holding back his game. And especially in the absence of Vela, it's hurting the entire team as a result. So that guy, he's got to figure it out. Or LAFC is going to have to move on, and we're looking at another Horta situation. Again, I don't think that's the case. I still have plenty of faith in the kid, but 
it has to happen sooner or later. Um, Eddie Segura looked great tonight. He may have gotten away with a handful of fouls. Um, Kobe Jones on the ESPN Plus broadcast was just railing about it. Uh, I will say this. I'm glad that I don't have to listen to that broadcast all the time because, or that broadcast team all the time because I, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty annoying. Um, and I get it. I'm an LAFC fan, so I'm not going to like you know them jockeying for a bunch of a bunch of calls or whatever. But um, they're no Max Bredos. I'll say that. Uh, what else here? As I'm looking through my notes, I thought BWP looked really good in the first half, dropping in, playing wide. He was able to connect. Uh, he's he's a lot to deal with, even though he's not. A very big guy. His hold-up play is, is really great. That's something that I I, I love to watch. Uh, Rossi was pulling back into the midfield. I think they. I think LAFC kind of went with more of a four-five-one look, um, with still the three-man rotating midfield. But um, you have both Rodriguez and Rossi playing in a more in a more pulled-back position, and I think that helped to kind of control the ball, especially in the first half. Um, and then once Mark Anthony K got subbed off and Bob starts bringing in random forwards, I think it was Musovski and Perez for the first four forwards to come back in the game. Uh, Rossi moves into the midfield and you, you see him just trying. He's at that point, one of the only guys who was really giving it a go, I felt. Um, so I, I can't say enough, enough great things about that guy because he is, uh, he's carrying the team right now. And it seems like if Rossi isn't scoring, neither is the team at this point. So, um, again, a really tough result. It's always tough to lose to the Galaxy, and especially in that fashion where it's just an absolute rout um, after after K is sent off. And you see Pavone and Legette and everybody just celebrating, and it's just it's, everything's coming so easy for them because we're playing down a man. Um, we do have three questions here uh, sent to us by Ozzy Barajas at Ozzy343. Uh, first one here, Blackman seems to be making progress, but his passing needs to be more crisp. Soft pass almost cost us a goal. Yeah, there were, there were several passes out of the back tonight that uh, were picked off. Um, Blackman, I, he's, he's not quite there in terms of breaking lines. Every once in a while, I'll pull off a... Uh, I think it was in the last match he had this great floated pass that kind of surprised BWP behind all the defenders, and he wasn't ready to handle it because he, I don't think he expected it to come. But that's one of the things as a center back he's really going to have to to work on. Speaking of um, things that needed to be crisp and, and a little bit, and that were a little bit too soft, there was one in particular, and I, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch this, but... Janela makes a pass to Mark Anthony K. It could have been a harder pass, but K thinks it's coming in time, and he's just kind of standing there on his heels. And I think it's a Rajo, which makes it interesting because that's who he later fouls for the red card. Uh, picks it off, and it immediately leads to like I, I think it was a, I think a Rajo switches the field or uh, gets the ball to the feet of Pavona, and it leads to a to a counterattack, a, a very promising counterattack. Um, and that's kind of what I felt we got from K tonight was just a, a bit of a lackadaisical effort. Um, and then 
and then the red card. So next one from Ozzy is, why do you think Rodriguez makes such awful attempts? Confidence, mental, or just not that good? I think his finishing is really just not that good. I don't think it's ever been a strength. I don't think LAFC thought it was a strength when they brought him. Um, and I think he's always meant to be, he's always been meant to be a, you know, a, an understudy to Carlos Vela. Um, somebody who is more of a, a facilitator that plays in the left wing. I think it's notable that Rodriguez always looks more comfortable when he's on the left wing. And right now he's playing on the right wing because uh, Rossi's out there and he's got a, Rossi's the, the main focal point of the team right now. Um, and then I also do think it's a, it's a mental thing at this point where he's got a shot on goal and he's in his own head. So the shot, you know, he's leaning back and the shots are going over the goal or he's sending them wide or he's taking too many touches instead of just firing it right away. He did have one good shot from close range. It was, it was really early on in the game. I, I think maybe the first corner that we won. Uh, but, and I think it's a pass from Bradley Wright Phillips out towards the right hand of the box and Rodriguez is able to get a shot on goal just inside Bingham in, in the near post. Uh, and Bingham makes a save. He, you know, he bats it out of, out of bounds for a, for a corner. But to me, when I look at Rodriguez, it is a guy who, once he gets in front of goal, is in his own head and is not technical enough to just put it away without thinking. So he's just overthinking everything. Uh, next, the last one from Ozzy here. Who missed the mark on that cross that landed between Latif and Blackman? Looked offside, but Blackman steps back. You know what? I'm not sure what play this is. I'm wondering if this is the the goal to Christian Pavon where where Blackman gets or where where Blessing gets chipped. But I'm not really sure. Ozzy, I'm I'm sorry here. Um if I'm not remembering this correctly. Uh, if you want to clarify, you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to, to take a look again and then, and then reach out to you on Twitter, but I don't, I don't have an answer for you here because I'm not, sh I'm not exactly sure which one you're talking about. Um, so that's all I have really for tonight. These are kind of, it's kind of weird for me to do these by myself uh, with no response from anybody, nothing to, nothing to feed off of tonight, especially except for my own misery. Um, LAFC will be back. Uh, they're, they're not done. Um, I think there are some, there are some holes and we'll, we've, you know, there are some holes beyond Atuesta and, and Bela and we're seeing them. the, the lack of production on the right wing from Rodriguez is, is one of those holes. The lack of a consistent midfield without Atuesta is another one of those and the shuffling the shuffling of the back line continues um now again i think the back line looked good up until the point where we had to start shifting people around and playing with 10 men so to me i want to keep seeing this back line um given the way that Cifuentes and janela are playing uh i don't want blessing to go back in the midfield at this point given the state of our right back position, maybe later that's a thing that I'll be interested in, but I truly believe blessing looks better out on the wing, uh, either a right back or at right wing at this point than he does at midfield. 
especially relative to what we're getting from Cifuentes in his spot. So, uh, and I think you saw tonight, Cifuentes is very willing to take a shot, had several good shots on target tonight. And you know, the one that we see from Blessing is uh, not the greatest. So um, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. But like I said, the holes are there. Um, I think, I think the center back position is kind of plaguing us right now because we feel like we have to shoehorn a right back into a position to, in order to have Blackman play center back. Um, I don't, I, I still don't know what our depth is beyond Yakovic. I, I assume that Demilo Silva is, uh, is not an option anymore. I don't know if Traore is ready or not. Um, I haven't seen any reporting on that since we signed him really. Um, so we're very thin there. And uh, this team obviously really needs Carlos Vela back and, and especially needs Edward Atuesta back as well. And I think once that happens, we'll be able to settle in, hopefully in time for the playoffs. Um, because as we know in MLS, all that matters when it comes to standings is really uh, how you perform in the playoffs. And this is a team that can still figure it out again, looked very good for, you know, 55, 60 minutes today. And when they are clicking, it's going to go well. Uh, I think the, the San Jose game was a little bit of fool's goal. And I think I mentioned that on the show the other day, um, in that we always play well against them because beating San Jose is really just betting on, you know, any number of your players beating their mark. And if you can do that, then you will undo them every single time. So we are not as good as we looked against San Jose. We are not as bad as we looked in the last 35 minutes of this game against the Galaxy. But we are not the same team from last year either. And Seattle still look good. The Galaxy are getting better. Uh, Portland, I don't really know what to think about them. RSL doesn't look great. But there are some, there are some big teams that we are playing in our group. And we're going to have to come up against some tough teams in the playoffs as well. So LAFC's got to get everybody healthy and they got to get a run of games, I would say, headed into the playoffs, similar to what Seattle does almost every year, right? Where typically at the beginning of the year, everybody's down on Seattle. Oh, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? And then come August, they start to put things together and then they go on a run. And, you know, that's how they go to, I don't know, something like four or five MLS cups in the last five years or something like that. So uh, I think that's what LAFC needs to do at this point. Hold on, uh, perform well enough to make it into the playoffs until you can get Atuesta and Bela back and, uh, and then go on a run. We will talk to you all after the next match, which to be honest, I don't even know who we're playing, but I'm pretty certain it's on Wednesday. So we will talk to you then. In the meantime, you can tweet at us at counterpress underscore or me at Kirk Kinsey. And we will talk to you later.